0: ...following Willie more and more... ...back in the NRL. There's Willie Mays. have forgotten how big Willie oh. actually is. Oh. Perhaps the presence of Willie... had the Panthers looking at his imposing frame.
1: I'm a 25 minute man. Oh, you got skill, son! No. Uppercut right hand by big Willie. Too fancy for you.
0: Welcome to episode number 17... Is that right, or have we it just got 17. last week? It's number seventeen. Okay, we've got uh, number seventeen. Did we skip? We
1: skipped last week. Didn't we we? skipped
0: last week. Didn't happen. That was my fault, to be honest, because I was down in the snow. Because I'm extremely, I'm extremely athletic. Did you have fun? It was so much fun.
1: Well, it was worth it. It was, it was so a week much off. Fun. Come and on, man. It's not big.
0: I tell you what, though, they're going to need a little bit of snow um, because as we were leaving, it definitely had deteriorated quite a bit. It was a good start, um, but yeah, I think they definitely need some new snow. To be honest. <laughs> Because, how at do the you moment, get new snow? It snows,
1: but it <laughs> comes
0: from the sky. They do make a lot there now, though. They yeah, make yeah, a lot of snow.
1: How's the rain? It's awful. My, my sisters and that live out west near Cabra and Fairfield. They nearly got um, taken out of their homes. Like it was just, yeah. And I didn't even know it was raining. That much, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't really hear it. I was indoors the whole time. I was like, I didn't know it was raining that much, like that hard, until I saw. I think Frankie Pritchard put something up on, um, on his Instagram about, on about Cabramatta Oval, and I was out at Cabramatta Oval this year watching the Young Bulldogs play, and that whole thing is underwater. It's, so that's where I realised. I mean, you know, shit's, shit's real out there. It's actually really quite scary. Zig, you good out there, yeah, mate? Yeah, all good. More it yeah, it's all good.
0: Well, I've got um, I've got mates that have got a place up at the Hawkesbury, and the last time in the last floods, um, they basically lo- lost everything. A lot of the Bronny yeah. went up and fixed it, and they only just put furniture and everything back in on the long weekend, and now it's even worse underwater. So I think they're going to lose the whole place, which yeah, is just, it sucks, it's just awful. Man. There's so many which bad It hasn't stories. stopped,
1: has it? Like, it's terrible. Like, from COVID into this shit. Didn't they say La Nina like, was Bonfires. Finished? La- fires first, and Kobe Bryant died, and then she's yeah. been backwards since Kobe died. <laughs> My do life you, hasn't been the same.
0: I just want to know who said La Nina was over, and then five seconds liar. later... Liar. <laughs> <laughs> just lying to us. Everyone, maybe just what a, a of load hope. of shit. Just a bit of hope. It's all finished. This could actually be our longest episode ever, because we've got two weeks to make up on. No, we don't. We do. I'm gonna it's all
1: gone them. last week. You know They come out with these news, news every single fucking 36 seconds. It's ridiculous. Is
0: that the official... Every thirty seconds. Every
1: thirty seconds there's a story out. Yeah. And else is a fucking soap opera. You know that. We didn't miss much. Huge. Because last last week was like lead everyone worries about origin right now. Once you get this game three out of the way, that's what I wasn't really concerned about last week. Not to the amount I would be if it was like round twenty two or something like that. Yeah. We would have done something. We would have zoomed or, or something like that. But it was like these these games, no one gives a fuck about these rounds. Get to origin three. Get through that. Then we make the run into the finals. Finals are done.
0: That's do how reckon, it is. How so you set your season up. Do you reckon like They had the week off with the international rep round, which was great with Origin. Mm -hmm. And then the week after, do you reckon that the bye weeks are worse or do you reckon the weeks where people are backing up and... What do you mean, for entertainment-wise or as a player? Just just as a player or even entertainment. Like Like backing
1: up from the rep weekend. So just say like... um like anyone from either like Tonga, Samoa, New Zealand and that, that'd be hard, man. Yeah. You sort of like, you'd be loving it if you were playing, like if you had to buy that week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that week into that, which is, you just can't get everything. Like you, all you got to do is play two hard games if you're in that rep, rep round. And, you, and if you're one of those teams, you get the rest down. Yeah. It'd be perfect. Then you can really make a, you know, like if you're one of these teams that are sitting outside the eight, recalibrate and try and make a run. That's what a lot of teams would be doing. I remember
0: you've always said that, when you were playing, you always found that the games were almost in slow motion after State of Origin. So if yeah. you were playing, if you played on the Wednesday night and then you played on the weekend, then yeah. you were sore, but you still yeah. – and I've noticed this week, like, a lot of the Origin players, they were just dominant, you know. Yeah, even because
1: you, you're in that – you're feeding off the best players in, in the competition and you're, you're playing at the, the most elite, toughest level there is, and then you go back to the club football. It's like – things become a lot slower and a lot easier. You come like, if, Regardless if you're a veteran in origin or you played a couple of origins, you come back with this swag and a, and a, a little bit of confidence that you, you know you can compete, especially after a win. Especially most of the New South Wales guys and even guys like, I've got to give uh, respect to Cherry Evans, comes back and dominates that game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he would have been pissed off that they lost, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, you go back to club football with, with a different sort of attitude. Become more of a leader if you're a younger kid, and then you just got guys like Cherry Evans and and all those other guys come back and just do the do the norm. Like you just you got to be that man. You're the captain of the state and your club. You expect that from Cherry, but all the other guys like um, who else played really well? Like Cook you know Cleary, well. like all the Panthers boys showed up.
0: Yeah, they do. Like
1: they just they're a bunch of dogs, man. Like they come out and they just beat you into ugh. Like they just they, they they remind me of sort of like when we were playing when we were dominant back then like everyone sort of loved each other we had such a great camaraderie and everyone was just going to war for each other it reminds me like Panda what they're doing now man There's just a brotherhood out there that they've built and they're going to be so hard to beat I've never seen a team dominate as much as this in the last, I reckon, 15 years. There yeah. hasn't been a real, like, uh, uh, just think about it. last 15 years, like, who's been, like, head and shoulders above all year and you think, they're going to win? It's yeah. not real. We've been Melbourne. There's been the Roosters. There's been South. There's been all these teams, about three or four. I'm like, I don't think... Penrith have to fall over for him to lose this year. Yeah, I agree. Who is going to come near these guys?
0: And when you think about those Roosters, when the Roosters went back to back... They weren't. They weren't. They weren't schooling sides away. This Panthers side, no, and the only, honestly, will the only thing that's going to beat the Panthers long term is a salary cap. Salary because cap, and they're injuries. not going to be able to contain the the wage. Oh, look, they might stick together, but I mean, if you look with what happened with Burton and all
1: well, we of a got sudden, Burton and Kickout already gone.
0: Yeah, well, the, I tell you what, the dog's got a bargain with Burton.
1: He'd be, to be honest, he'd be sought after. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not opting for his third year, so he's going to test the market. So he's going to back himself. Mm. Kid's worth. A lot of money. Yeah. I said that like a couple of years ago when he signed that deal for like five hundred. I said, We got him cheap. Yeah, cheap. Unlucky to him and his manager. Well that's just the way it is. He wasn't a superstar like he is now. You know, now he's you know, he's played played well in his origin debut and you know like I'm not surprised. I don't know why people are surprised when they see quality players like that dominate in the biggest arena. They're supposed to. Yeah, I expected yeah. Burton to do that. I don't expect anything less from that kid because yeah. I look at him and I'll say that's talent. He hasn't been playing with talent all year round this year. You put talent with talent that's what happens. Yeah. Don't be surprised with kids with with all that, you know, there's so much. Like I expected him to do that, do that sort of stuff. Like, you- I'm not really surprised. I'm like, oh my God, Burns a freak. I see him put up fucking 100 meter torpedoes every fucking day. Do you reckon he's a six or a wing or a, or a centre? It's hard to say. He's so I think good. he's both. He's so talented, he's so man. Like, he's, I think people don't uh, people don't understand how big that kid is. He's like six three, six four. He's big. You got to give him a couple more preseasons, He might not be in the back row. <laughs>
0: lock.
1: <laughs> he lock. Ball playing lock. But yeah, he's he's got a silky um, skill set. He's got all the attributes to be one of the great players. So like, hopefully, we can just cultivate and like you know just keep building him as a player. Put good pieces around him. And hopefully he'll stay. He'll see, like, you know, staying here or going somewhere else. He's only going to go back to Penrith. Or NFL punting. I would seriously, if I was his manager, I'd be tapping on the doors of the NFL going, 50. play to your 50, <laughs> kick the wall three <laughs> Never times again, get five mil a year, I'd do go live in New York. I'd do that, actually. I'm going to go manage him. <laughs>
0: Uh, All right, well, let's, you know, speaking of Burton and and Burton, obviously, you know, we've spoken about a couple of changes in the Panthers and the salary cap and that sort of thing. There's been a fair bit of um, player movement over the last little while. There's been a few, not controversial, well, controversial, let's call them controversial, clickbait. Matt Lodge to the Roosters. I'll tell you what, I don't, I, I get why people look at Matt Lodge and go, Oh well, he did that thing in New York, and he's a controversial.
1: No player. one's forgiven him for that. That's the thing. Really, if people grow and they get better, and they get older, and they learn from their mistakes. Give him a chance. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something, Will, that I've looked at. So he left
0: the Broncos, and the Broncos Seabold wanted to make him captain. So he saw something mm. in him that was, you know. And he wanted, the, the Broncos wanted to retain him, he left. The Warriors, he went to the Warriors. He made an instant impact there in terms of his carries and things. Yeah. And he was in a side that was, you know, not going particularly well. And then there was some sort of hoo-ha um, and he's left them. And now he's gone to the Rooster's. I think, and this might be controversial, whatever, because it's Matt Lodge, but I think once Matt Lodge gets in a system where he's a senior player, but he's not part of the real leadership group. So there's blokes like Warrior Hargraves and that, they're not gonna put up with stuff. They're gonna control any any sort of um, negative parts of his personality. Then they'll control that themselves. And the other thing is, he'll be winning football games. Yep. So when he's in an environment with the Roosters, that is like a you know a winning culture, and they breed, you know, they've had success with turning players that have mm. been at the crossroads into you know, like Ferguson yep. springs to yep. mind.
1: I think this could be a huge signing for the Roosters. A, a hu- it is a huge. He's a huge signing. Like he's like potential wise, should be like, you know, going for Origin spots. Yeah, for sure. You know, like uh, competing for a Test jersey. That's the sort of skill set that he has. So, hopefully, now he finds a little bit of happiness. And as you said, he got you know thrown into the li- uh, into the leadership roles and that when he wasn't a leader. He's yeah. not that sort of dude. You know, you just want that kid. You get him on the right path, and you, if he's got the right coaching and the right people around him, he could be your best forward, mm. you know, and, and they're a little bit light, the Roosters, at the moment. They are. You know, Hargraves is getting on and, you know, Takayaho's is leaving the club and, you know, they've got, they're got they really light. Lindsey Collins is probably their young their young bull who's their main forward. You put him next to those that guy, then you sort of – you can make a run, Roosters. Yeah. But without another big body in there, it's a little bit intimidating. He's got those glassy fucking blue eyes who look like you're going to stab you. Um <laughs> You know, like he's got that sort of intimidating sort of aura about him. You know, put him in the right group, put him in the right around the right people, he could be anything. And that's that's big raps from a lot of people, like you know, like Gus and and people that actually know the game. They've always, yeah. but he just hasn't been in the right environment. To West Tigers goes overseas, goes down to Melbourne. You know, Melbourne couldn't even really fix him because he was a young crazy kid. And authority... Like, wasn't big on authority. You know yeah. I mean? Like, didn't like getting told from Craig Bellamy. Goes to the Broncos. Same sort of thing. They thought he was a leader. You know, does the New York stuff, whatever it is. And then goes to the Warriors. Just got to find the, the right place for that big kid, and he'll be all right. I think the Roosters will be good. Good fit for him. Good culture, winning culture. Great leaders in that team. And a great
0: owner. And I think if you look at him, and you go, all right, well... Players want to win premierships, right? That's the yeah. whole reason you play the game. And he is a big chance with the Roosters. if they're, They've got the players around him. That if they fix a few things, mm. all of a sudden they're winning. He, If he plays up, he doesn't get a contract yeah. with the
1: he's Roosters. He's playing for his livelihood now. 100%. He's got kids and he's got more than himself to worry about. Yeah. So you throw those cards in there and... He's still going to get paid. I think someone's paying his contract, right? Well, he's got... He, I think the whole, lose that much like, I think he's on about
0: eight. Well, it's paying... I think the, the um, Warriors are got to pay him anyway. That's what I'm they, saying. I like think, he's going to
1: get a fair. That's, the, the Roosters aren't dumb. They know what they got. Well, They'll the be Roosters, paying fuck like all for the well, kid. Yeah, I think, I think they worked out that he's
0: got to get... So for the rest of the year, he's got to get something like 40 grand a game or something. Yeah. So, you know, the Roosters have got that in their salary cap. Yep. Roosters have always got the in their salary cap. doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so he's he's gone to the Roosters, which is a good signing. The big one that's controversial at the moment is Reece Walsh. Now Reese Walsh is another one who um, has used the old family reasons to not have to go back to New Zealand. Um, so they just went to New
1: Zealand, get a quick pay rise, and then when they went back, ah, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm not going. There. I'm not going. I'll, I'll be you. here for two years because I think they would have known when they signed. We're getting probably here like you negotiate, and they go, well, "How long do you reckon we'll be here?" I'll oh, probably about two years. Yeah, I've got well, two I years that. at
0: Redcliffe. Yeah, I can do that.
1: You know what I mean? Like, what am I going to be on? I was on I was on 200, now I'm on 600. You know what I mean? Staying in the same sort of, like, region. You know, you don't think that did not cross any of these guys' minds when they signed with New Zealand. You'd have to be a fucking idiot. I just, now, look, look, look what he's doing now. He's going straight back to the Bronx when they, when they go
0: home. I cannot believe, honestly, like, it just annoys me so much that they're like, oh, he's personal certain. No, they haven't. They've, the only thing that's changed is that the Warriors are actually moving back to New Zealand. It's actually happening. You've actually got to go there now because they they New playing Zealand Mount,
1: Warriors. Shout out to the Warriors, too. Good work on the weekend. I, I hope the Warriors. Yeah, great. I look at the Warriors. See that's field, man? That's scary. See, that's the element of playing at Mount Smart. It you sucks playing there. World. You get bashed. It's a physical. I keep saying that sort of shit. Tigers went over there thinking they're going to beat them. They got bashed, man. That crowd is like a fucking extra man, especially when they're playing good. The worst thing
0: you said there was the Tigers went over there expecting to beat him. Tigers can't beat an egg. But it's but funny. I they expected to beat him. Oh, did they? No, no. I, don't, I don't reckon either. They're having fun, though. Interim coach of the year. <laughs> I, look, I, so, I, well, so why is Wayne blowing up? So basically what it looks like is that the I don't know if this is true or not, and I might be saying it wrong, but it looks as if the Warriors only allowed him to negotiate because he's got a year left on his contract. Yeah. So the Warriors have said, no, you can go to Brisbane. That's a, that's the only club you can negotiate with. Now, why? I don't know why? why. I don't know what's happened there, whether there's – they must be, I'd say what's Unless they gonna, just
1: wanted to borrow him for a couple of years and then when... You there know, could have been a little sweetener there. A little sweetener, yeah. And I wouldn't if be... If he comes back, he's got to come back to us. Well, That's
0: bullshit. I reckon there could be like a potential player swap or or there's going to be a sweetener as
1: well. So there might be... Because it was about, hard for him to... Remember Walsh when he was trying to get out of his contract? They didn't really want him to get out, the yeah. Broncos. But like because they were playing other people... And he was playing Regis. There would have been, some, would have been something like that.
0: And I reckon, who's who are who's Kiwis? Who's his manager? Who are some Kiwis in that Brisbane side? I don't know there's, Ricky probably so Ricky you, you might end up one of those Kiwi guys Isaka gets, there? is there well he's signed no, with the Dolphins him, yeah. Fantasy New I think he might he, be a yeah. Kiwi so he's he, Tongan now is he Tongan so yeah, I don't, yeah I don't know I reckon there's something
1: going on I you, them left the Warriors to go to the Dolphins who did Peter Sullivan, yeah. Well, that was one of the reasons why Lodge. So Lodge is, is married to Sully's daughter, right? Yeah. So like when Lodge made these, you know, um, the agreement to play for the Warriors, like he would have thought, yeah, my father in laws there, family support, I have got this sort of stuff because he needs that. And
0: Sean sure no O'Sullivan. And Sean sure no O'Sullivan, you know what
1: I mean? Now they're all out of there. I, I can sort of, you know, relate to what Lodge's Lodge's decision not to not to go to the Warriors. Fair enough. And it's cold. It's miserable it's very cold.
0: <laughs> Do you know what though I just I want the Warriors now. there should be some sort of like every time you sign with the Warriors and if you sign overs like they're still having to pay players overs really They can't, why they can't develop New Zealand is the most talented place yeah. on the universe for, for, for football mm. players, right? Look at the All Blacks. Look at everything. The, the, the amount of talent there is there. Mm. So why they're having to buy blokes from Australia on overs? There should be something in the contract where if you cite personal reasons for leaving your contract, you've got to pay the whole thing back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no one personal to. reason. Nah, you have to pay. It's bullshit. It back. Stay there. Uh, well Nick O'Clock's that. he's going over there it's good which is good yeah, he's I mean keyword. Ricky
1: like I think you know, he's, he come, they got him from the Warriors didn't they they did yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was when um, uh, what's his name Tuovasa Shek was fullback so he had to move so yeah. it's just like well that's a smart thing to do he was fun on the wing done now he's killing it with the, with the union and Ricky's not playing him no so obviously Ricky's showing his hand like I don't really want you and Xavier Savage Xavier Savage is playing good and like you know Cox a couple of years ago would he get Dalian fullback of the year yeah that, that grand final year a couple of years ago so um, he's got talent he just needs he's been, had a few injuries here and there so he'll be a lot happier going back home it's not a big deal for him there won't be personal reasons when he, when he if he wants <laughs> to leave it'll be just like you're just not good I enough. just want yeah I just want some I cash just, I just want, want cash just give me some money
0: now the other thing that has created controversy over the weekend, William, is the referees, the old referees. I can just oh, Ricky Stewart and the referees. The, Should the one, write a book, lad. Like. The one for me though was the Sutton penalty on that tackle by Verrills where he went he went low and the plate went over the top of him, the Panthers player, and is that it was before half time. It was just a normal legs tackle, yeah. and he's not lifting. What? What do you mean, just lifting? Coaches fucking lose their shit, man. I can just I, I, I don't like attacking refs because This was before half time, right? Yeah is that it and it
1: sort of changed the game because yeah, they ended did. up scoring on the halftime. They got yeah, or they got, got the two or some yeah, shit like that. Yeah, and it sort of fucked them. It really ha- it hammered the roosters. So I can see how Robbo could sort of look at that point there and go, that was a changing point. Mm. Well, it shouldn't had it shouldn't shouldn't be. It should have just like played played the set, and they would have kicked it, would have went in half time. Yeah. But uh, Ricky Stewart, I can understand why he's losing his shit as well. Yeah. Like, you just look at the plays. Because these coaches do so much coaching, they put so much work in, and they talk to refs all week, and they understand this and the interpretation of the game and what's happening here and there and why this, this, that, why, and the other. And then they do the absolute opposite, and there's no penalty. You know what I mean? Like, I just – I can understand why Ricky just loses his shit. That was an important game for Canberra to win.
0: Because – what – I'm just trying to find what Ricky Stewart actually said because he wasn't – he didn't go off his no, head. No, 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 no. He was, he was like – He's sick of getting fired Like fine. a psycho. He's sick of getting fired like He just a, had that
1: look killed, of Serial who, killer look.
0: Tomorrow I'll get an apology or there'll be justification of there not being and a penalty. And he's right because I And he it. was right. Uh, so, feel good your man, said, old bloke told me there's a rule of thumb for refereeing and penalties. If you can't give it in front of the posts at 12 or with a minute to go in the grand final, you shouldn't be giving it at any time. yep. And that's quite a, That is you know, good.
1: that's a good way of looking Good analogy. At and that's the way that the refs should be able to ref. I don't understand. Like these guys are getting, there's professional athletes now. They're getting paid so much money. Make the right calls. And you wouldn't have all these backlash from players and refs and fucking fans. Like just make the right call. These calls are all in the hands of the ref, right? Yeah. You have all the power there and you still make the fucking wrong call. Mm. That's what you're looking at. If you're a coach and if you're a player, make the right call. We're trying to do the right thing. You do the right thing. See, and it's th- simple. Why is it so hard? Why are we always talking about this shit all week? I don't know. Like you'd
0: probably know better than me. Like, is there, there's, there's got to be some sort of pathway system for refs, doesn't
1: there? Like, is yeah, they have, they have, yeah people. I don't, I'm not sure how many people want to be refs because look at the most. It's the worst job fucking in the world. worst job in the world. Look at it. I mean, most refs are good blokes. Like they're all right, but like just little things like this when they can help themselves and they still make the wrong decision. Like then they deserve all the shit they cop.
0: And it's funny too because this is a week where you know we filmed this and and you just saw my young bloke and he's got a mm. pretty impressive looking black eye. This kid, yeah. this kid, he was playing footy a couple of weeks ago and and the referee didn't turn up so it was being refed essentially by the rules are that if a referee if an appointed referee doesn't turn up for whatever reason then people that are qualified they do half from each team so the okay. first half was refereed by someone from the other team and the second half now these aren't professional referees and i'm talking about kids sport but my young bloke got hit, in what was a pretty impressive shot yeah, in the head. He got smashed. He got he got an egg up. Cheap and, shot. me. Sort of I thought thing. you can't shoulder charge in Union. Well, you can't. But then there's Fuck. because there's no ref. This, there'll be no penalties. So the kid, kid didn't even get sent off. Kid didn't even get anything. Oh wow. So you know you do need referees. So good work, referees. No,
1: I'm all for referees. I think they they, they got the hard they got a the hard job, but like it's your job. it's your job. It's your job. It's your job. Why do you want to be shit at your job? <laughs> They probably don't want. You know, him, you know what I mean? But like you, job. but it's all in your. But it's up to you to make the right decision. Like those are two clear calls that you should make. If you're a good ref, it's not that rule. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's just like you got to you got to call. You got to give a penalty and you don't give a penalty. Mm. Black and white in my eyes. Yeah. These aren't like there's not much grey area in these in these in these uh, these rulings. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you don't have to be a genius, what didn't. If you didn't know anything about the game and I showed you showed you the rules and then I showed you that, you went that deserves a penalty yeah. and that doesn't and that, that, that's a tackle that's actually a tackle yeah that's a tackle that's how you tackle that's what you do in rugby and yeah. rugby league you and then the guy people. goes yeah well, this is stupid.
0: It's funny though in union because Cal, you know my very yeah. dear friend Callan, he was on a real pathway to be a referee, and he's refereeing. Then he had first a chat grade. to me, and, then,
1: <laughs> and then, then then we had a couple of beers together, and he
0: said, "I'm never doing that again." Yeah, this nah, is fucked. And he got he got a call, so he's now on the number one worst referee decisions ever on Foxtel because Ooh, Cal is. Yeah, Cal. So there was a there was a bloke Suck that went shit, out. Cal. There was a bloke that went out. And the, it went to the TMO, and the bloke mm. was dead set in the grandstand, 100%. Like, he, he was in the car park. He was that far out. And the TMO goes, you may award the try. And Cal looks at him going, he was like, oh. But the TMO said, you may award the try. Mate, that was the end of his referee career, pretty much. He was back refereeing <laughs> Mark football. Make the
1: right call, mate.
0: <laughs> Cal, you should have backed yourself, Cal.
1: Back yourself. Um
0: Brian Toto, how is this controversial? He has said that he wants to play for New South Wales, because that's his state, and he wants to play for Samoa, because that's his country.
1: Cue outrage. It's, what is the problem? Because it's Origin, because it's Brian Toto, he's a big now, na- he's a big name now, and it's a big deal, Origin. So if you make any comments like that. They're going to run with it for the whole of Origin. You know what I mean? That's just the way it is with the media. I don't think it's a big deal. I think he's, he has every right to play for New South Wales because he made his allegiance to New South Wales when he was at a proper age, I suppose. What, 14, 15 or 16 or something like that? I'm not sure about the... When do you have to do your uh, allegiance? Um, I think it's Henry? fourteen. I think it's it? fourteen or fifteen. Just find that out, yeah. so I know. So I think he's pretty sure he said he wants to play for New South Wales. So therefore, the international game, you can pick whoever you want to play for. What is there a big deal? Because he's Brian To'o, and because he's going to be in the Australian side, and he might start a big exodus of players. One thing: if Papa could come, Tino could come, Payne Haas could come, Louis Crichton. You have seen those fucking names? If they all drop out of the Aussie team, who's playing for a show? Well, that's the thing, Will. Like, for, for years – and you, you played for
0: Australia yeah. in, a, in an environment or in an era where it was – you'd beat England comfortably every time you played them. I mean, you, yeah, there I mean, might have been, yeah, you know, like in terms tough. of it was tough games. I'm not saying they weren't tough, but yeah. you would not more often than not Australia would win. New Zealand, that they they'd get the odd win, but essentially Australia dominated international rugby league for a long, so long time. Long. Right now, you've got a situation where you can put in a genuine international competition where you've got Samoa, you've got, got six, Tonga, six you've nations got, at least, you've got England, you've got Australia, and then you can probably have a look at um, a few of the other island nations as well, like Fiji. If yeah if they start to improve. And you've got somewhat of an international competition. Now, why people don't want to support that is beyond me. It doesn't devalue state of origin. All it's saying is that blokes that have a heritage in a country other than Australia, they want to play for that heritage.
1: And I don't have a problem with it. Mate, most people don't. And it's it's only like a, a minority that does because they want Australia to be like this big... Powerhouse like it has been for the last hundred years. Yeah. Like we rarely get beat. International games suffering big time because, because of the fact that we don't get beat. You know what I mean? So now it's sort of, you, know, you understand, like when I played in 2000, it was 5% rosters Polynesian and Indigenous. Yeah, now it's 60% saying, yeah. plus. Yeah. 60% plus is Polynesian and Indigenous. You know what I mean? So it's no secret. The Polynesian brothers are taking over. They are. Like and yeah, look at the influx, look at like the, the Polynesian influence on origin. You take if you take all the Polynesian guys out of Australia, I mean New South Wales and Queensland, it's like twelve or thirteen players. I think even more. Yeah. Have well, hang on. I'll so have a look at, got, at that yeah. list.
0: I'll have a look at that list. So you've got So you've got, uh, yeah. yeah. so
1: got, so got uh, yeah. To's oh, yeah. so so to- oh, yeah. out, so Klein's out, Tupo, Lui, McLean, Corisouch, um Paulo, Paulo, Talakai, Saifidi. So that's in New South Wales. And then you got Val Holmes, Toolungi. Big Papa, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Nani, Fasu Malawi. Well, Pong is so that's old That's about man. it. Maury. And Fido, and um, Tabuai Fido, he can play for Samoa. So you could. Still, what are you talking about? Like 13 players? It's mm. a fair few. Like, just say, one the clock 10 years ago, back 10 years ago. there's nowhere near 13. It's probably mm. about six. Yeah. So you look at the, the people that would make the Australian side in that. You're talking the Totos, Eyes, I think Appy would be close, Junior Paulo, um, Big Papa, Tino you know there's six six something starters there so mm. you know that's a big that's a big thing out here that's a big um, big chunk out of your 30 man squad that you're going to pick for the World Cup yeah you know like and just say if they all go back to their to their um, their home sort of you know Samoa, Tonga, Fiji like it's going to like it, it'll affect Australia but like we're Australia, it's Australia we're Australia like we should be the best regardless so, it's a World Cup and I think these guys should get the opportunity to go back to their homeland and represent their people you can understand, man. The islands are so small, man. They're so tiny. You know, Samoa, Tonga, Fiji. Like, they're tiny little islands, man. They're representing getting represented by all these big players, like Tal Malolo and all these guys. Like, did you see the like the, the love that they got when they went back. Yeah. And how it's like built up like rugby league in this one little nation. You know what I mean? Like it's just unbelievable what they do. Like Australia's always going to be Australia. We've got the best players in the world. why, why are we whinging?
0: That's I don't think I we have. To...
1: Who's whinging? I mean, there's probably a few people in the media and stuff like. Like, shut up. Well, I think Galen you know I mean? actually. Like, I don't on. think Gal, Gal, gal's on the same page as we are. No,
0: he's not. He said. Um what happens when Tonga and Samoa eventually become a Tier 1 nation? They're not far off it now, which they aren't. Yeah, but what that's what I'm saying, but that's, become, what ha- what
1: ha- but that's what if. He's what saying,
0: are Kiwi players then allowed to play Origin? Like, I, I think if it's it's a pretty simple thing, right? So if you look at if you look at someone who, um, like James Fisher-Harris, right? Mm. Now, he's a proud Kiwi. Yeah. Now, is he going to want to play for New South Wales? Probably not. No. Because why would he? Because he's from New Zealand and he's a New Zealander. So it's a different situation from these kids that are coming over from the island and they might their parents not might even like have come over, but like
1: all sort of New Zealand based. So look at me; I come over when I was five. You have your allegiance to Australia. I always wanted to play for Australia, so I never played for for New Zealand. I wanted to play for Tonga because of mum mum's heritage. I, I, I end up I end up doing everything, you know, representing mum's um, mum's family, and then playing for New South Wales because I wanted those dreams as a kid, and playing for Australia. Like you can't. it's just not you can still do everything Yeah, you know what I mean like why are you taking those things away from these young players don't
0: you reckon though Will it's there's no way that a, someone who considers themselves a New Zealander mm. they're a proud New Zealander they want to represent New Zealand when they're a kid they're not going to want to play no, for New South Wales you don't don't Look, at, they don't care
1: perfect example look Jason Talmololo come over when he was 13 years old had the choice to play for Tonga Play for New South Wales, Queensland or Australia. He picks New Zealand. He picks New Zealand. Knowing full well that he cannot represent New South Wales. 100%. So you've got to understand that. Like, And it's different from my age, five years old. Don't really know what the fuck's going on, do you? You know, you get brought up in Australia. Dad's an Aussie. Yeah. And the, you get indoctrinated into that sort of culture, and you just want to play for that. They Want to play for the, you know, the green and gold jersey when you're looking at TV. When you're like seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, looking at Bradley Clyde and all that, and knowing that's the pinnacle of the game. Then looking at Origin because you know it's the toughest sort of arena in the world, and you have that chance to do all that. You don't take that. Don't take those dreams away from the kids because it's different when you come over when you're sixteen, 15 years old from New Zealand or the islands, or, so, or not the islands, but like from New Zealand. They're not going to play for. They're not going to want to play for New South Wales. No. And if they did, they would say. I want to play for New South Wales. Therefore, you can't play for New Zealand. That's it. Carmichael Hunt, perfect example. Yeah. Carmichael Hunt come over when he was like 15. He goes fuck. It, I want to play for Queensland and I want to play. But I want to play for Australia because he He knew he had to. Because he wanted to play for Queensland so much, he had to throw that black and white jersey away. Yeah. That's the sacrifice you make. Mm. And that's it. Like it's up to the individual where your heart lies and what you love and what you look at when you're a young kid. Going fuck. I want to play Origin. I want to play for Australia. I want to play for New Zealand. They're the main things that you think about. Now these young kids who have that heritage of being Tongan or on they can go, I can still play for this and still play Origin and still play club football. Like, it's this is this is not a big deal to me. And
0: I reckon the other
1: thing will... because Sorry, because these guys who want to play for Tonga don't want to go and play for New Zealand. No. You know what I mean? Like, There's not, it's not a stepping stone to New Zealand anymore. I like, just say when I played in, in the World Cup for, for Tonga when I was 18, 19... I still had a chance... I still could have said, I want to play for um, New Zealand. you got seven you know I mean?
0: passports. You can play for everyone.
1: Yeah. But do you know what I mean? Like I could have went and said, I want to play for New Zealand because I still haven't represented Australia. But they make you make those decisions a lot earlier now. When you know you, what I mean? so You think... When, when it's you're, confusing as fuck, really. When, you, when you're
0: travelling, right? You're overseas and you, 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 you meet someone in a pub or... you know I shouldn't say pub. You meet someone... In, in a library. In a library. In the library. And they go, Where are you from? And you go, Australia. How many people go, or New Zealand? Or, or how I, say, many I say, say, I was
1: born in New Zealand, come over when I was five. A dad was Australian, mum's Tongan and Samoan. That's my first thing. You I shouldn't was like that. talk that much in libraries. And no, that's, that's I like, no, like, Shh. Stop. Get out, you stupid. Get idiot. out of that section. Righto.
0: That's, it. that's how I explain myself. But don't you reckon, <laughs> no one says, I'm from New South Wales or Queensland. But you, 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 you're you, your heritage is your country. And you're born in a state or you grow up in a state or whatever. Like, you don't have that same connection to your state as you do as your country so yeah. if you look at these Kiwis they don't want to play for a state because they don't no, care but if, if you look at the kids that come over and, and they grew up in New South Wales they watch Origin they want to play for New South Wales because that's something for them but when it comes down to it they're still Tongan they're still Samoan, yeah. they're still. Yeah. so why take that from them anyway yeah. we've solved that done we have solved that, and that will take us into Read state that. of origin.
1: Send that to Velandis, he'll understand.
0: He he's won't. a big fan of the show. He loves the show. How are you, Pete? Well done. Good, good work in all the stuff that you're doing. I don't know what you're doing because you haven't been <laughs> on the paper. You're more worried right about the racing. So let's. Let's, we go
1: into, let's go into origin. <laughs> no, we're going to do something. we have got to, a some, section. Got to a section. Big, he, big boys, no, like, shut up.
0: No, we're going to origin because we have to go straight. We'll do the Origin Preview, Will, because uh, you'll be gone up there, no doubt. Um, And so we won't film until
1: after. Thursday or Friday next week, I reckon. Yeah, we'll do Thursday. Depends if I come home.
0: Please. So this game, there's been one change for New South Wales in that... Jordan McLean is the starting prop, which I think was a bit of a surprise to a few. Um, Then you've also got, I guess, the situation where um, Jack Whiten was not put Mm. in the centres. They've retained the same centres, and Latrell Mitchell made himself unavailable, which probably refused, like removed a couple of selection headaches. Would you have picked Whiten after his first game?
1: No. I mean, I thought he was our best player. But we still lost. You know what I mean? Like, understand? Like, we, we we were like so poor in game one. He was just a shining light in how shit we played. <laughs> Honestly, like, he was the only shining light in the how in a really bad performance from us. And like, when you play at your best, like we did in game two, and you still you got to stick with those guys. And but that Burton Cleary combination out on that left edge, Luai. It's 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 too dangerous. You can't you can't fuck with it. I just think you just you don't mess with that. And as I said, like, no hate on Jack. Jack's been great. Like, Jack's a good player. I think he should have been in the 17, but he's not. I think he understands that. But, like, you're to understand Burton played un- outstanding. That whole left edge was on fire. Um, you don't change that winning uh, formula. You yeah. just don't. And uh, even Luttrell, if Luttrell was available, I wouldn't pick him either. No. It just, and I think Latrell probably knew that. You know, like, he's, it's not like it's Andrew Johns or Brad Fittler coming back in the team. He, war- he warrants some sort of demand of respect. like he's up here, I think he's a freakish player. He's probably got another 10 years of origin to be honest, but like he's probably a little bit underdone. like come into a game three. do you really want that? He would a- easily handle it. But you know, like I think I don't think he really thought himself he was going to get slides straight back in the team. No, like, I honestly don't think so. That's why he made the call on it himself. He goes, all right, um, I'm not going to make myself available. Good on you. I credit I credit Latrell for that because he's a man. He does that sort of stuff. but like, it's not even a, a fucking discussion with Jack and and Burton. No, I don't even. I don't, obviously, there's not much to talk about with the team, so they've got to make up some shit. Well, let's talk about the only the only thing. Well, first of all, I think it's the
0: biggest. Sorry, with the McLean starting. McLean. So let's let's talk about that. So so Campbell Gillard gets picked as yeah he, he st- started, started he started in the first origin he gets resold for the second. There's an injury, and he gets. Is he a victim of? the fact they lost that first game. He's had a couple of cracks at Origin now and been dropped after one game, maybe two games. Mm. Um, Might be a little bit of trouble in paradise, maybe. But I I don't know. How do you feel about that, Will? Do you reckon he deserved another shot?
1: Well, if you're going to pick a big body, like Jordan McLean and him, probably about the same size, you know what I mean? Like, they're a big body. Guys like, you know, um, Big Papa and that love tackling big blokes like that. So, in saying that, like, I just don't think... I think I would go with Sarton Jr. Paulo straight away and then fucking around with the bench, either McLean or Campbell Gillard. Mm. That's what I would have done. I wouldn't have thrown this young kid straight in there. And Then Freddie might Freddie might, Paulo pull, still might start pull out and, and, and Paulo might start. That still might happen, but maybe not. Maybe they just trust um, McLean. That he can do a job, which is massive. It's game three at Suncorp. And it's probably the biggest game he's ever played in you know, other probably than he's um Grand Final, and I don't think that would have been that big because he played like the Cowboys. they were always going to beat the Cowboys in 2017. Remember mm. that they had a yeah. dominant team, and I don't think it would have been that big a deal. And I think he was coming off the bench. Mm. He's starting now, a different beast. The game three is probably the big, yeah, the hardest game he's ever going to play. I'm not sure how many hard games these kid's played. He's played a few tests here and there, a few injury troubles. I'm, I'm rooting for the kid. Of course, I want him to play good, but I'm like, geez, it's a, it's a big ask, you know. Mm. If he comes out and just gets, you know, I don't know, like he doesn't. It's sink or swim. Yeah, it's a sink or swim mentality, you know? and obviously they trust the kid, and he's got he's got abilities, a big body. I just say I just don't I just don't think they're aiming for that many big bodies in New South Wales. They want quick, fast, powerful sort of players. That's what I think. I'd never pick both of them in the team at the same time. It was one or the other. Yeah, that's what I think. I just think you can't have because Queensland's very good defensively. Just because they're big doesn't mean that you can find your front and that all the time. It means that there's more levers for good defensive systems to hammer you and roll you on your back and all that kind of stuff. So look at how look at all the body sizes in. New South Wales yeah they've got some big boys over there with, with Lindsay Collins and Big Tino everyone else is pretty well built they're not that they're not um, 6 foot 5 all that kind of stuff not, not many players are like that anymore um, Payne Haas is out obviously did he get injured on the weekend Payne
0: yeah Fuck. I mean he's been playing injured the whole time yeah I feel
1: so. he's, it's his AC isn't it yeah yeah, you and know, so, I
0: mean, so, he's, been, he's been obviously playing through pain. So, you know, and I get that, you know, to, to go up there and, and play... Um, yeah,
1: game three with that, you know, there's only much so much the, the jab someone. can fucking help. Yeah. You know, you start feeling it like it's normal now. So, anyway, Jordan McLean, this is a big job for you now. I hope he just grabs it with two hands, dominates, and we fucking kill it because of him. Because that's so much pressure's on him. He's either going to get absolutely hammered and ridiculed if we lose the game, because we're going to lose it. If we lose the middle, we lose the game. Well, do you know what now... Happens will, and this is something
0: we didn't we didn't get to talk about this last week because obviously I was too busy being basically an Olympic athlete mm. in the snow. But what about Trebujovic and his performance in that game shoring up the middle? So he now plays bigger minutes in the middle. So Trebujovic, you know, if McLean comes in. Trbojevic probably plays a lot more minutes, and then you share game time between you know between McLean and, and Man, and even and, and, you
1: can give like a Cam Murray, just say any of that back row. They're very movable pieces there, so just say Jake or Jordan blows out, you know you put Junior Junior Paula back in. You can put Cam Murray in the middle. You can put Liam Martin in the middle. You know Isaiah Yo gets busted. You put Cam Murray back down. Yep. In, at lock you know yeah. Liam Martin can play that Angus Crichton comes in as the back row very movable pieces Talakai I think I'm not sure what's happening there with his game time but like I want to see like him him and Paulo and someone just come on the back end of like give him 10 minutes and just go straight through the ruck and cook well he came on late in the like it was last game 15 was minutes yeah. this game was the over game like, was he's blown. sort of just going here you go here's your origin jersey yeah. you debut like I want him out there in the thick of things um but that, that pack is very movable and very mobile and can play. Even, even Crichton can play front row. T- yeah. Cal- Talakai can play front row. Push Isaiah Yo up. You know, if anything happens in, those, um, in the middle there, you know, Coruscant gets injured. You've got Damien Cook there. Jordan McLean gets injured. You've got Junior Paulo. You know, you've got Talakai can play front row. Anything. So it's a very mobile pack. Hmm. Just do, if we do our job and we play to our best like we did game two, we should get it. We'll but go. saying that, that fucking 10 minutes in the bin with Kafusi. As soon as that happened on the field, I went game over. I said in Perth, I was sitting next to the great Terry Lamb. I said, that's game over. It's fucked. And then and Asta, Because you can't have a right four, the best, one of the best right four defending players in the game or left four. And then you get set for 10. Then you understand how hard your middles have to work. One of the middles have to go right four. So you've got pretty much three people in the middle getting blasted and it was great work from our guys because we knew we would get them in the back end of the game the second half you know and then they will come on and then look at the gaps like the, the Carrigans and that slipping off tackles where Luai's going through Cleary scoring two late tries that was because they're under fatigue they were fucked mm. because of that 10 minutes in the bin it's like a fucking treadmill going at like 50 kilometers an hour in the middle and a bust-up. And that's what happens. I don't think it was a stupid call, to be honest, from the refs again. Like, I get it, but it's origin. It wasn't like he was holding him down for fucking 10, 12 seconds. It was just like, he's just trying to slow down a little bit. I don't think it warranted that because you've ruined the fucking game again. Anyway, I don't care because we won. What? If you look at, say, oh, I look at so the Queensland biased, side. I was like, yes! But I'm like, you fucking ruined the game. Didn't ruin it. I, I think did. Been, did. Oh, You did. You talk know. to a Queenslander. Yeah. It's all they talk about. I talk to him after they go, shut up.
0: Yeah, but that was because I can sook. They just like soaking. Yeah, sooking. they like
1: soaking. But I'm just saying, I hope that happens again at Caxton when I'm on there. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me, Queensland. Tell me, do you think... So this is
0: a classic Queensland. They got pumped, right? It's the old pick and stick. So the only change in that side for Queensland is Nanai coming in the stadium because Kafusi, unfortunately, is yeah. dealing with a personal issue. <laughs> That's is an actual personal issue. Yeah, he's got a but, real one. Um they haven't made any changes to a side that got beaten and beaten well. Is that a good thing or a bad thing for New South Wales?
1: I Is honestly, that a pick and stick? I honestly don't think they they think they got beat by that much. Yeah. Because of the 10 minutes in the bin, because a few things got fucked up and some bad calls and that, they'll be thinking, we've still got these guys because they broke our line pretty well. They were in that game till that 10 minutes. Trust me. So they'll be thinking, if that doesn't happen again, will be in it for longer. You know what I mean? I swear to God, that'd be their mentality. They're not not worried about the scoreboard. A couple of late tries to clear in and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, the floodgates open. They weren't even, I I swear that that that's their mentality. Next, next game, next game, next game, next man up, next game. We'll get them at home. As I said, like that game two was so important for mm. New South. It was so important. It was the hardest. It was the biggest game that Freddie's ever faced in Origin as a coach, and even some of those players because we've always won game one in the last four years. So none of those players played beyond those four four years. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a new squad. So you got all these young kids. who you never faced game two, and then they fucking got the balls to come up and deliver that. And I think that'll get us over because they went over there with everything on the line. Now we're going to go up there with everything on the line. Yeah. So we're, we're not scared of Sun Court because we've dusted them up there in the last four years what three times mm. it's only been that people start hiving up we haven't won there since 2005 and decide, decided yeah I get it but we're not scared of Suncorp get it through your heads
0: but you go there 2-0 as well and yeah
1: I'm, I'm just saying you yeah. take the crowd out of it all Who that cares? sort of shit it's a decider. it's great for the game I love seeing a decider. this is going to be amazing but New South Wales is not scared of, being, of going up to Suncorp and fucking beating these guys they're not. That, that is done. There's no trauma for these young kids. They didn't play in the era that I played in the 2010s where we got fucking smacked at Suncorp. None of these kids have that. All they have is good memories about beating Queensland at Queensland, and that's it. Now That's, that's what will get them over. All right. Prediction time? New South Wales, 13 plus.
0: You predicted that last time and you were right. Everyone looked there. I thought. Phew. Luai. No, not not Luai. Cam Murray, players player, man of the match. Man of the match, Cam Murray. All right, I'm going to say New South Wales 1-12. to 12. Man of the match, I am giving to James Tedesco.
1: Yeah, I hope he gets it. He's been playing outstanding, Teddy. <laughs> Big boys?
0: No, we're going to just do a quick review preview of ah, the games that shit. no one cares about.
1: Sharks, Storm? Um, Sharks. Storm, no good. No, too many players out. Yeah, I mean, Papinou is Pappenhausen out again? No, he's playing. He's playing. Who's missing? So Munster, Harry Grant, um, uh, Kafusi. They haven't got that many out. Not that many. No. Fuck. Still big parts. Munster, Munster's a big part. Harry Grant. I mean, it'll be all right because Sharks haven't lost anyone. No. Talakai, Talakai. Talakai. That's about it. No, Hines, Hines gets to play. Hines He's gets to play because
0: he was nineteenth man. Uh, Knights Rabbitohs. I don't know why the Rabbitohs are so short here. They have got like Reggie the Rabbit's playing for the Rabbitohs again this week. Yeah, who they're did I pick? The, did I pick the Knights? You pick the Knights.
1: They played They played pretty good last week. No, even though it was did. against the Gold Coast, and they're woeful. I think we played all right. Tex Hoy played good. They didn't have Kalen Ponga, so that's a that was good for their. Um, I don't know. they just said. I think they've won more games without Ponga. It's a terrible thing for Ponga.
0: But they don't rely on him then. They don't They're not really out. relying yeah. on him. So it's good for
1: those young kids to have that confidence to going in. Yeah, we can beat some good teams without Ponga. What do you reckon about Holbrook? He's got to be on the Dallium interim, interim Coach of the Year list soon too, doesn't
0: he? The Titans? Yeah. He's got to be Gonzers. They are This lo- one, I think... Mean- they lost to the Knights, they've got two weeks off, so
1: Yeah. I think mean, I think something might happen next week with those guys. Something full. big.
0: He's got full support of the board. That means you're gone. <laughs> the Tigers. Can you sack a doubt Dal- can you sack an interim coach? Who's the first not interim his,
1: coach? Not he's not going to be on the chopping board. <laughs> Who's the first yeah, interim first coach? The first interim coach to be sacked is Brett Camorley.
0: What about Brad Arthur too? Brad Arthur, Every time I love the Eels. They've got such a passionate supporter base. Every time they lose a game that they're not supposed to lose, then all of a sudden Brad Arthur can't coach and he's got to go. They lose one game and they're like, he can't coach. Who did the they get me with last week? They got beaten by the Bunnies
1: in the a bunnies game. Bunnies good because Bunnies should have... Like, like, they got a good team, and Ilias Latrell, Ilias did. Ilias come back. played good. That's yeah, good.
0: He bounced back well. Their
1: forwards played well. Big Tommy played good.
0: Uh, the Broncos Dragons. The Dragons being at two twenty five here.
1: Do you count last week's games, like those that the Bulldogs and Sharks? Like I've never seen fucking more atrocious weather in my whole life mm. than playing in that. And then I watched even worse with St George and Canberra. Because it was 60-kilometre winds plus pissing down. Anyone who went to that game has Look got- Look at the hill. See that? Oh, my God. And they stayed thing. there the whole time. Mm. They should get free tickets for fucking the Forever. whole life.
0: Forever. For even staying there. It was actually nice seeing the Dragons run out in the Steelers strip for the yeah, first time. it was good. so it's, it's a good strip, that. They should have brought back Stanley. Just for the night.
1: Mick Neal looked good in that. When he was straight yeah. off the straight off the <laughs> beaches, Straight in the suit. Oh, I'd be like, please play with your away jerseys if I was Mick every real, game. Real, real club man,
0: Mick Neal. <laughs> so Broncos Jays, we'll go to the oh that's yeah. Do you know what? It's hard to get excited about. I'm not.
1: Probably only watched one game.
0: Yeah. Whoop.
1: I watched the KO minis. Big <laughs> boys. Oh. Willie's big boys. <laughs> oh, I love that bit. Uh, the Big boys were at it again on the weekend. They were outstanding, actually, considering the shit weather. The game. Who do you reckon what was the best game last week? You reckon?
0: Didn't watch a thing.
1: Cowboys. Actually, and I watched. Watch that the was Sunday a good game. game. You see the difference? I think our game is not a wet weather game. It is fucking atrocious. It goes from like ten out of ten to like a two. Because <laughs> I watch. The Bulldogs and the Sharks, and then the Cowboys and, uh, Cowboys and Broncos. Fucking ridiculous. Anyway, uh, one point goes to my big man, Tom Burgess, because they played outstanding. And the Eels have a fucking really good pack. And he come off the bench, played 59 minutes, 19 hit-ups, 184 meters. I probably should have given him more points. Um 1.2. Outstanding He was outstanding um, Two points Talmololo Just because of the pressure Of this game So I always go But who you're playing Pressure of the game um, Talmololo 58 minutes 16 hit 162 metres You know I mean It's disgusting The numbers he's putting up And I thought The hardest game Of the round was Panthers and Roosters Fisher-Harris sort of flex these muscles again saying you know what I'm the best prop in the world Uh, 54 minutes 20 hit ups 16 hit ups 183 metres I understand these guys are well over 90% efficient tacklers and you throw a couple of offloads in there and just the amount of minutes that they're playing it's just fucking ridiculous so um, we'll go to the leaderboard third is Junior Paulo with 10 10 points second Fisher Harris 13 and number one Jason Taumalolo outright first on fourteen points. Where's Tolman? Tolman is dead last. <laughs> <laughs> Minus.
0: All right, the uh, let's talk about betting this week. Let's talk about betting oh. because I am once again a genius. We won, guys. We won. We, we won. won. Everyone won except the producer. So I won the huge total of three hundred and fifty-four dollars for the bet that I can't remember.
1: And what about how good we were in the weekend, guys? Like I thought I won the bet. I was going to tweet it and everything because <laughs> of you fuckwits. And you go, you're still you're still alive because I didn't I, I didn't know what, what my bet was shout out to Bobby and then um, and then you go yeah Do you, know you only I got was? one leg left and I was sitting there watching the St. George and Canberra game which is the lowest fucking game of the whole week to the death until that, pe- until like they didn't was. get they didn't get the penalty, and I was like, "Yes, George, yes, we win." We I was gonna not. even tweet it and everything, and I was so like, "Yeah, fuck, I would have like an idiot." Anyway, you know anyway, why? I was out the first leg. Do you know why that? That's because fucking Henry's
0: fault. I tweeted, "I tweeted one team, one dream." Because if I win, we all win. Everyone, yeah, wins. yes, yes, of the whole team, the kids wins. win, the kids win, which is most important. Except the only person that doesn't win is the producer because he's a dirtbag, And I said, <laughs> "We all win except for Craig." Yeah. <laughs> But Henry took that to mean all the bets were live except for Craig's, which is probably pretty accurate because he never yeah. wins.
1: Well, I thought I was in. Anyway.
0: Well, anyway, we have now got twelve hundred and seventy-three dollars. Oh, look at your bet. You've fucking safety. Do you know what safety, Sam? Well, over I've here. been. I've I've gone the Dragons one to twelve into the Eels to cover Throwing the in an any-time try scorer. Live? No, nah, because I'll tell you why. Live? Actually, you got that Get wrong, it Henry. It it's six dollars and eight cents. So I think it's that was... So I win another 300 and something, which will take us up to 1,500. Because you know what? I'm just carrying this on my
1: back. Yeah, you are, you are. Go anyway, William. mine is uh, Pappenhausen, anytime try scorer. Alex Johnson, anytime try scorer. Eels and Broncos. What? What is that? Eels versus... <laughs> Eels flat, I think. So Eels... Eels just to win? Just to win. And the Broncos and Dragons over 39 and a half. Yep. Do you know what that means? It's the accumulation of points, isn't it? Well done. You're learning. <laughs> I don't want to learn. And then the producer- I don't need another issue. You don't
0: need vices. That is one thing that William Mason does not need is another vice. So the producer, we still don't know what this means. The, the field. field. <laughs> is he? So you don't know what, is it something? It's a bet, tennis? but isn't it? Tennis is it Wimbledon? It must be Wimbledon. So Curios. He's been on Curios. I wish we could bet on Curios. Okay. He's a
1: man. Good luck to so us.
0: Maybe the the field generally means in you know, a bet that like it's something is going to win and then you bet on everyone else except for that person. So yeah. it must be obscuring maybe Djokovic or Nadal. Someone else is like out. the
1: serious guy and then everyone else you And then take everyone the field. else the field. What would you be doing all these subliminal bullshit fake? But it's big guns v the field. So it's probably the top ranking
0: people i would be the top rankers versus the
1: field. So yeah. It's I think it's the top rank versus the field. Well done, Will. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, plus the Western so Bulldogs gonna, and Rabbits to win. So I was paying $21, it's over 1000 So hopefully the field wins. Now with the tips from last week, what happened there, Henry? Did
0: I get Sucking given the Manly sleeping, game you? or no? You didn't give me that. I knew you didn't. I looked at that. So I didn't put my tips in until after the first three games. And I'm, uh, miraculously,
1: I was, I'm, I'm on the I got those chat three,
0: when you didn't answer for three days. I got those three right. And so, but Henry's stolen them. But anyway, I'm still in front. So Sharks, Rabbits. Oh, producer's gone storm. Yeah, that's all right. I want to change that, but I won't. But I'm still
1: in front, so who cares? What am I? Sharks, Knights, Eels, Dragons. Anyway,
0: now Twitter questions. So we have got what from the GM? What are your thoughts on the Reese Walsh contract situation? Do you think the Dolphins have a genuine reason to be upset? Well, we've covered that. GM, have a listen. We are obviously listening if you hear that. Dan J, the big Daniel J, wants to know, would you have put Jack Whiten in your New South Wales 17? I think we already went through that as well. We went through that. We've got our fingers on the pulse. So no. No. And Trident wants to know, what do you make of the NRL spending $25 million buying the Gambaros? Gambaros. Gambaros Hotel. In Brisbane, it has 68 rooms. Surely there has to be a Willie Mason room.
1: I think there is actually, but um, Gambaros is one of the institutes of Brisbane. It's great. I'm not sure if you've been there. No. It's on Caxton Street. Um, everyone goes there. Everyone holds events there. It's massive. It's huge. Beautiful food. Great place. We always used to go there. Oh, then test teams, Origins, club. They, they always get all the all the NRL teams in there. Look after them. So I'm not sure why the NRL should would have bought it. I would have bought the fucking Sydney Football Stadium before I invested in anything. <laughs> I don't that's for sale. Oh, I, no. I think the Willie <laughs> Mason. Why did room. Melbourne? Buy, why, why did um, the AFL buy had? They could buy it
0: because they've got so much money. Yeah, we've got so much is. money. As
1: well, What do they invest in that anyway? That's another
0: conversation. But what what would the Willie Mason room at Gambaros? What would that look like? Padded cell. Just, Just a padded cell. <laughs> Just a padded that's cell. it. It's a padded cell. Just nothing <laughs> with, sharp with at all. With a table. With one table. Uh, all right, we will be Twittering this week on those four games. They're low games. We will Twitter. We'll probably just Twitter and complain about it. Um
1: rate and review. You know what that means.
0: Uh, Just quickly, um the, There was someone, so one of our listeners was she messaged me before the um, Women's State of Origin game or the under-19s saying, have a look at this Jada Taylor. She's a genius. And, mate, she is that good. Like, I, I watched that whole game just because of this girl saying that to me. Yeah, and I was going, was I forgot what it for? was on. Playing for New South Wales, New South Wales fullback. Mate, she's a gun. So, yeah, thank you to Tammy for pointing that out because she is a genius. Uh, that's it. Masonstake.com. Uh, Bye. What are you doing, Will, this weekend?
1: I'm just chilling, mate. And then I'll be in Brisbane. We've got to go on a road trip for Tabcourt, me and Willie Tonga, going from Sydney all the way up into Brisbane so we'll get it at Caxton Street on Wednesday. It should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> the end. See ya. <laughs> They'll be following Willie more and more. Back in the NRL. There's Willie Mason. I've forgotten how big Willie actually is.
0: Perhaps the presence of Willie... Is looking at his imposing
1: frame. I'm a 25-minute man. What? Oh, you got skills, son! Uppercut oh, right oh. hand by you! You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick. Recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney. And presented by the Handshake Media Network.